Okay, we'll get started. Pet enthusiasts, welcome to Pet Chat. My name is Jason Zakowski, aka Dad Guy. I'm the dog dad of Bunsen and Beaker, the science dogs, and the cat something of Ginger, the something cat. We haven't decided yet. And my co host is. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. I'm here okay, also. that's not how you do I'm... an intro. Hello. Hello. I was going through the chat and liking everybody's stuff. Um, I just got distracted. Uh, my name is Mummy Fave, and I am the dog mom of Bunsen and Beaker, and I am the dog mom of Ginger, our cute little kitty. Ah, uh, yes. We um, we just did the next maze, and I'm cutting it together on my phone, and it <laughs> it's so funny, Chris. Um, it is so funny. <laughs> I know. Did I know? Because I was there. Uh, okay, I'm but, just sending a message real quick. Um, okay. Can you tell everybody about the game? The Kahoot game? Yeah, there's a Kahoot game. And if you go to the link, Kahoot IT, um, and the PIN code is 866-8004. And we play this fun game at the beginning of our um space and there's cash and prizes nope no cash no prizes just the enjoyment of being able to play the game with us jason has made kahoot this day mm-hmm. um, i actually don't know the questions have you signed in have i do i see you there do you see me there i don't know guess who's back, back. yeah back yeah Chris yeah. always signs in as Slim Shady. Oh, hey, it's the Golden Ratio. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Welcome. <laughs> um, Golden Ratio, if you want to sign in, you can. It's not about your account, though. It's random Bunsen and Beaker nonsense. So um, you may be, <laughs> you, have, you have less chance to do well there. Sorry. Oh, somebody signed in as the Kahoot pin. Whoever you are, I love you. Somebody signed in as 866-8004. I love that. That is amazing. That is like some next level name signage there. Okay, we're going to get going with what? We're going to get going with the game. That's meta. I was saying that's meta. Okay. We're going to. Okay, now we've got what is happening. Okay, we're going to get started with Kahoot. 10 seconds, and then we're going to start the game. 10 seconds. Jason, is this our shenanigans? We have so many shenanigans. Everybody, if people just join the space and they're like, oh, what's pet chat? That looks fun. They'll probably leave right away because it sounds like nonsense. But we do get to talking about pets. But I think because to respect everybody's time, we're going to get started on the game. So without further ado, it's time to play our trivia game. Here we go. Okay. Five questions on Kahoot. Question number one. This week, Beaker rolled in something so, so, so gross. What was it? What did Beaker roll in? Dead birds, a skunk carcass, prairie chicken eggs, or cow poo? Now, we maybe talked about this last week, but we didn't actually have um, a story time about Bunsen and Beaker last pet chat. So what did Beaker, if you listen to the podcast, you know, that's right. Oh, it was rotten prairie chicken eggs so there's like these little birds called prairie chickens go ahead chris well and i was just gonna say it was interesting because bunsen found it first even though beaker has her prey dive bunsen (laughs) was over there like a dirty shirt like what's going on what's going on and beaker's like hey hi what's going on and then they did it together (sighs) but then beaker just kept going back she's like oh the smell is delicious yeah they were abandoned at some point weeks ago by their mom and they were like rotten, like rotten eggs you'd find at Easter, not at Easter, like a month and a half after Easter and you forgot to hard boil them. Yes. And they exploded all over Beaker. It was, it was nasty. Whoa. So gross. I need like a pukey sound on here. Maybe, I don't know if there is a pukey sound. We should record Ginger hucking up a hairball. That would be amazing. No, there, <laughs> there isn't, there isn't a pukey sound. There is a scream sound, and that's the sound that I made. 
Okay, next question. Oh, who's who? Silky's in first. Bianca, Chris, you can't play. Slim Shady's in third. CJ Pixel and Kathy Zerker's in fifth. All right. Here we go. Next question. <clears throat> question number two. In shot inside chat this week, our guest talked about a different kind of virus. This virus lives in your DNA. This was shocking. This live this virus actually like explodes itself and then goes inside our DNA and just waits. Like it doesn't look like a virus, it's inside our DNA. And it waits. HPV, Ebola, flu, or food poisoning. Which one it is? The correct answer is HPV. Oh, look, a lot of people probably listened to SciChat. I didn't know that. That that virus like lives inside our DNA. That was freaky. I just thought it was like dormant there, like a little virus waiting, but it it's not. Um, that was a great guest. Hey, Dr. Ketikiganti. She was so good. I- it's so good. I love her. I love her too. She's so good. Okay. Um, we have in first place, Bianca, then Silky, then CGA Pixel and food safety. I'm assuming that's food safety. Donna Craig. Okay. Next question. Which animal was on the Bunsen and Beaker and Ginger live stream the most? So we had a Bunsen and Beaker live stream. It was live for our, the folks who got the text from Bunsen book. They got to see it. And which which animal was there the most? Beaker, Ginger, or Bunsen? This is easy if you think about it. The animal that was there the most was obviously... Oh, wow, a split. That is bananas. Chris, it was split across the board. Who guessed what? Um, Bunsen. Bunsen just slept in front of the live stream. He was like the lion that all the zookeepers love that sleeps so that people can see them. Chris, do you remember going to the zoo and not seeing anything because it was too hot or too rainy or too cold? No, the day I went, the lions were doing it in right in front of the glass. They were what? Um, copulating. They were procreating. What? Yes. Yes. That happened. And the parents were like, oh, children, children, let's, let's go somewhere else. And the, they were just going at it. It was crazy. Chris, this is a PG space. <laughs> you know you can't be say. telling me like Nala and Simba were like going at it in front of the school kids in the space. <laughs> like, can you feel the love tonight? I think, yeah, we saw it. We saw it. Well, you didn't. I no, did. I didn't. Okay, let's just get to the next question. Um, CJ Pixel. Then we have then we have food safety. Donna Craig, Deidre, and Silky. Okay. <laughs> can't hear you ginger doesn't like this going outside dog water beaker or the sun in her eyes ginger doesn't like this one of the one of these things doesn't ginger like going outside dog water beaker or sun in her eyes and the answer is if you read text from bunsen on friday it was sun in her eyes. <laughs> she doesn't like the sun in her eyes. She will wait for Bunsen to walk in front of the sun and then follow behind him. So her precious eyeballs don't get the sun in them. It's quite dainty. Have you seen that yet, Chris? Um, I've just seen her just, you know, be ginger lord of the house. <laughs> yeah. And I think she likes Beaker, but they sometimes get into it. Anyways, Silky's in first, followed by Kelly, Bianca, and CJ Pixel. Last question. These types of animals have been a part of a huge experiment in Siberia. Oh, these animals have been part of a huge experiment in Siberia to domesticate like dogs. So I talked about this on the Science Podcast this week because we got tagged by a story. So there's these animals. They're domesticating them like dogs. Which one is it? Foxes, wolves, caribou, or wild cats? And the correct answer is that they're foxes. They're domesticating these foxes, um, and it's working. The foxes are getting, like, floppy-eared. They're, they like belly rubs. Um, they wag their tails like dogs. It is bananas. It's the story in, in Pet Science on the Science Podcast this week. But they don't listen like, they don't listen like dogs. So they're kind of like cats. They're like, come here, fox. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, did you know that, Chris? They're domesticating these foxes in Siberia. Um, what does the fox say? The fox hey. says, give me a belly rub if it's in Siberia. Okay. In third place, we have Bianca. In second place, we have Kelly. And in first place, five out of five, we have Silky. Congratulations. Woo! 
All right, the other game we're going to play real quick is Woo or Wow. Woo or Wow works this way. Go ahead, Chris, because you did it this week. I did. Um, so hopefully it's two untrue statements and there's one true statement. You have to you find have to the true amongst the woo. Yes. Yes. So that's how I made it. So yay, I did it correctly. Um, so there's two woo and one wow. And it is about the construction industry. <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> it's about the construction industry. Jason. Knows nothing about construction. So what is what? Okay, you don't. I don't. Well, I don't think any. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So two statements are woo, and one is true. And okay. I'm going to read three statements. Yep. And um, we'll have people oh, vote actually, with emojis. For, or do what? you? We're gonna have people vote with emojis, or do you want to have people up to take part in the game? Well, maybe let's have some people take uh, part in the game. Sure. So let's have, if, cool. if you'd like to come up and be a live participant in Woo or Wow, request to speak and we'll get you up there. Uh, Jason will. Okay, I will. All right, that's wow. right. I will be I will be the person bringing up. So I see Ted. Ted, we're, we're going to bring you up for Woo or Wow. Paula. Okay, anybody else? We need one or two more people. That's okay. We've got two people. Two people is enough. Yeah, maybe. Oh, we got oh, we got one more. Currency. Okay, people are uh, people are getting their. Oh, we got okay. We got so many now. All right, okay. And maybe they know about construction. <laughs> maybe they do. Okay, I'm adding everybody as a speaker. So, Chris is Chris. You're gonna read the things, and then we'll have everybody take their mics open and then answer right, and then we'll have the audience guess. Yeah. Okay. So go with your statements. Okay. Statement number one, cement is the most used material in construction. Okay. Statement, statement, two, when, uh, statement two, when building an average size house, 112 square meters, about 1,200 square feet, there are about 12,000 nails that are used. Okay. Statement three, the diesel engine revolutionized construction transportation. Okay, recap your recap the statements and then we'll go to the the people on with the mics. Okay, statement number 1, cement is the most used material in construction. Okay. Statement 2, when building an average size house, 112 square meters, about 1200 square square feet, there are about 12,000 nails that are used or statement 3, the diesel engine revolutionized construction transportation. Okay, all of the speakers, open up your mics. You can you can statement take statement one is true. Yeah, okay. statement one. Okay, who yes. thinks who yes. thinks statement one is the true statement about uh, concrete? We do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I do. Okay, is there any dissenters who who think statement two about the nails is the true statement? Okay, and the third statement was about the diesel engine, Chris. Uh, yes, it was. Okay, anybody think this third statement is true? Yes. Okay. Yes. okay, remember, there's can only be one. All right, perfect. So we got some yeses with number three. Okay, audience. Uh, do you want to run the audience, Chris, or do you want me to? Um, well, I will just say the uh, statement one. Audience, do you think cement is the most used material in construction? Okay, use any yes. emoji. Use any emoji, audience, if you think statement one is the true statement. Okay, next one, Chris. Statement two, when building an average size house, 112 square meters, about 1,200 square feet, there are about 12,000 nails that are used. Okay, we have some people thinking it's the nails one. And then the third one? Is the diesel engine revolutionized construction transportation. Okay, we have some, got Indra's, all, Indra's in on the diesel engine. I love it. Okay, we got some people down there. Okay, Chris, go for it. What's the what's, give us the give us the true statements or the the false ones and then the true one? I don't know. Okay, well, let me run the show here. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So for you, for those, <laughs> Jason asks me to run the woo and the wow, woo or wow, and then he wants to run it himself. So this <laughs> is just kind of a funny running joke here. I'm like, mm, um, please let me run it my way. Um, <laughs> 
So if you thought statement number three was the wow, you were wrong. So the world was already modernizing by the time of the Industrial Revolution, but the steam engine helped quicken the pace. So construction materials were able to be transported quickly over land using locomotives powered by steam. But as time progressed, diesel replaced steam engines due to the diesel engine's reliability, low maintenance, and speed. Okay. Um, if you picked cement is the most used material in construction, you are also incorrect. What? Oh. Although the terms cement and concrete are often used interchangeably, cement is actually an ingredient of concrete. Oh, so semantics. <laughs> concrete yes. is a mixture of aggregates and paste. Semantics. Sand and gravel or crushed stone and paste. Concrete has been used for the most famous structures like the Roman Pantheon. In fact, the ancient Romans created their own special concrete that we're barely learning the ingredients to. So their secret ingredients are lime, seawater, and volcanic ash. So concrete is the most used material in construction. And that leaves wow when statement number two, give yourself a round of applause if you pick number two. Um, when you're building an average size house, 112 square meters. Um, and then I checked that out. I fact checked that um, <laughs> because, you know what, in Canada, we actually have the largest average size home um, because of our space. And we just go out. Um, and the state's a second. And like uh, the UK is one of the <laughs> is one of the last ones. Um, no, Scotland. Um is like number 10 uh, ranking by floor space. So um, I kind of did the top average, the top five or six uh, to get my, to get my value. But there are about 12,000 nails used. Fun fact, Willie Mayer holds the record for hammering 24 nails in one minute. He broke the record at Vienna Recordia on September 26, 2010. I bet his family is so proud of him. Yeah, he nailed it. Oh my God. I walked right into that one. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> like, you hit the hammer on the head there. You hit the nail on the head. Oh my God. Okay, so I've put a poll up in the nest. Is concrete cement? Um, so you guys can do that poll. Cause <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our Bunsen and Beaker stories, and then we'll open it up to the awesome community. So speakers, just hang out. We'll get to you. Um, do you want to start with a story? Do you want me to start with a story? I can start with the story. Okay. Um, so this week, um, I have spent time with our fur babies um, because, like, every day is a great day with our fur babies. But I have actually spent time with our human children as well. Um, got to hang out with Duncan on Friday night and mm -hmm. then uh, spent time with Adam today and uh, got to ha hang out with Annalise. And um, today, actually, I went to a craft fair. Um, and it was amazing. I loved it. But I uh, really got to hang out with um, Melissa. And then I went back to her house and hung out with Rafi. Um, Ellie is actually at Gord's house today. But I also got to hang out with her dog. So Sadie and Buckus. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Buckus is so, so he's an old dog. And he's just a, a, a lovable, um, a lovable dog. Melissa doesn't think so. Melissa says he's like ornery. <laughs> But every time I see him, he's great. Yeah, he's happy. Um, but when I walk in the door, Sadie jumps on me, like really <laughs> badly. And Melissa said, I'm the only person she jumps on. And I said, mm, why? Why would I be the only person she jumps on? So that was my afternoon with Sadie and Buckus. It's like um, you're the Annalise of coming to Melissa's house because Annalise is uh, Adam's girlfriend and Bunsen and Beaker lose their minds when she comes over like it yeah, is i think i think i've given sadie some positive reinforcement because oh. she comes over and i'm like oh hi sadie and i give her nice rubs and then she's like can i just keep <laughs> jumping on you like tigger and i say no but then she keeps doing it so that happened 
Um, and then today I was taking Bunsen out and we went to the spot where Beaker was digging, like right by our cement kind of pathway. Uh, and Bunsen started digging, digging there too. So there's something exciting, maybe like a little mole uh, or something that they're very interested in finding out more about living underneath the cement block. I'm not sure, but that's those are my stories from this week. Okay, my turn for Bunsen and Beaker and or Ginger stories. I'm trying. Yeah, you can talk about them all. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm trying to get to my profile on my phone, but it's not loading very quickly. Um, I'll, I'll get there and then maybe put it up in the nest. So we're continuing uh, Catnip 6 with Ginger. We were sent six socks um, from Dr. Sebastian Bull, who's a scientist that studies cats and their interaction with catnip. And we don't know what's in these socks. So it's very confusing for people because the socks have code names like Fireball and Tinky Winky. But it's not like we can, we don't know what's in them. Like one of them is catnip and another one is like, it's like Solarian root or something. It sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. Like they're all, they literally could all be like elvish medicines that are in these socks. Um, And we tried one a couple nights ago to, to get it ready and Ginger didn't pick either sock. Um, so we have to do that again. Maybe she was not interested in the game, um, but it really just showed us how unreliable cats are in scientific studies, because up until this point, she's like picked one right away. And then we went to go and she just could care less that we gave her socks. She's like, whatever. And she went and like laid down <laughs> like, oh, God, what happens if that's the end of the study? Like we just got to this round and she doesn't care anymore. Um, so that's the catnip six story. And I mentioned at the top of the, the space, um, today I was, I set up a new maze and the, the maze are like these cup mazes. I think I'm going to do them every Monday. Cause I have time to set up cups on the weekend. It's like, I don't know why it takes like a good hour to shoot these videos, but they're so fun. And then the animals have to like weave through these cup mazes. Um, and, uh, so you'll be surprised who lost at the cup maze this time around. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but it's really fun. And they, 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 they get so excited that it's a cup maze. They see me sta- stacking the cups and Bunsen, Beaker and Ginger are like, oh, my God, it's the maze game. And they get ready and they're like waiting to, to, to go. And they okay, like Bunsen they, and Beaker start they, drooling and they're a pain in the butt because I'm trying to st- get the cups ready. And they're like, what are the cups doing? What are the cups doing? And they're knocking over the cups. Oh, my goodness. It's a gong show. Yeah. And then today, like, I had to do something in town. Oh, yeah, it was the craft fair. And then <laughs> I came back from the craft fair. And you're like, can you please help me? Um, and I said, absolutely. So uh, getting the dogs, they they go right into the turret room. Because yeah. They're like, oh, we're going to be able to shoot out of here and they, do the maze. And yeah. They just like it. Yeah. There are, there are Pavlov's dogs. They, sure. they are so excited for the maze game, people. Like, I just can't believe I've done this. is like the third time they've done it. And it's like their favoritest thing. Even the cat. I think the cat just says, come here, Ginger, and says, yep, do, 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 time for the maze game. Like, she just followed the dogs, ready to go. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> and we were, in, we were in the turret room the other night, and um, Jason talked about the catnip sick thing failing. And then I looked in the corner, and I said, Jason, what is that? And he's like, I don't know. And I said, mm, do you think it's poop? And <laughs> and I was like, uh, What? And um, I went and then upon further investigation, it was a hairball because Jason's never seen one before. I've never seen a hairball before, nor do I ever want to again. Yeah. And then so I, I'm like, OK, I'll clean it up. No big deal. Um, but it was. It's, it was and, and it's interesting because like it wasn't only her hair in there, like it was dark. So I, Oh, can we stop thinking, talking about the hairball? No. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so today, are you going to, there's a blooper probably where Jason's like, okay, let's get ready. Um, and then I said, I was talking, I'm like, Beaker, no, Beaker, no. Cause she's like very concerned if uh, gender hiccups or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was like, and, and gender was like oh, doing the, um, but no, no, nothing came out. It was all good. But it was just like, I was like, we can't we can't go right now because there's like a a little bit of a incident happening here in the turret room. That is so interesting because that you mentioned that because Beaker, even though Beaker and the cat sometimes don't get along, 
if Ginger like has hiccups or if Ginger's like coughing up, like she goes Bleh, like the hairball motion, Gin, uh, Beaker will come from anywhere in the house and just stand watch over her. She's like so concerned about the cat. If anything sketchy is going on with the cat, she's and she's not mad at the cat. I think she's like concerned. Like she's, I think she's worried that something's happened to the cat, which is hundred percent. And today yeah. she was uh, bopping her with her nose and like Ginger wasn't even hitting her or anything like, cause well, Ginger was in like um, hairball, hairball distress, but yeah. uh, like Beaker was like, no, no. Are you okay? Are you okay? It was very <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's but cool. Not awesome that she had that happen. Well, had we, the hairball. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so um, I think that's it for our, our stories. We can move to yeah, the we can move to that. community time. So, if you're just joining us, my name is Jason Zikowski, and my co-host is the wonderful Chris Zikowski, aka Mummy Fave, um, definitely the fave. And uh, this is Pet Chat. So at the front, we play games. We tell a story about Bunsen, Beaker, and Ginger. And then we open it up to the community if they have, would like to tell a story or ask us a question. We already brought up a whole bunch of speakers. Um, I can bring Snickerdoodle up there, too. So let, can we just go in the order that I see on my phone? Is that okay, Chris? Or do you have an order? I do not have an order because I was doing woo or wow. And you were bringing people up. Okay. I, I think I brought Ted up first. Um, Ted, do you have a question or comment? And then after that, we'll go to Paula and then Donna. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Number one, first, thank you all of you so much for all the fun and joy you bring to all of us animal lovers here from Canada down to Texas, the border and everywhere. Number two, uh, fantastic news. That was terrible on your semantics. I hated the the question. Congratulations, Tim. I heard you. I heard you, Ted. uh, (laughs) and, And number three, Sunday sometime just for fun. Give us a little cryptozoology because I know up in Canada, you folks are just thick with wonderful mythical beings like Wendigos and Hodags and Ishibox and Asabinoin creatures. So we'd love to hear about any adventures you might have. Oh, Ted, you're going to love. I interviewed, um, oh, what's his name? Brian something. Oh, I forget. I'm just blanking on the guy's name. He runs Skeptoid. He runs this massive podcast. And we talked about cryptozoology in Canada. Um, like Bigfoot and the, and the Ogopogo. <laughs> Ogopogo, yes. yes. Is, it, is it Sasquatch or is it Bigfoot? Up well, it, it's Bigfoot, Sasquatch, and then as you go east to the Maritimes, then it becomes the same Squatch. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. You know what? That's a good idea. We could do like, a, you know, every couple weeks, a cryptozoology thingamajig from Canada on Sunday. I'll see if I can yeah. I'll see if I can organize that. <laughs> yeah, once a month would be great. We yeah. love you guys. Thanks, Ted. Thank you. Uh, Ted, if you could mute yourself, you just have a little bit of like background fuzz. Thank you. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, we'll go to Paula and then Donna, and then we'll I'll name some other people there. Thank you for waiting patiently, everybody. We'll get to all of your stories and questions. Paula, hey, hi. Guys, hi. How are you doing? Hi. I don't have any pet stories, but I can tell you as a pet walker and cat and dog sitter that. Hairballs are disgusting, and and the things you find in them are even more disgusting. <laughs> and sometimes they even puke in the bed. So it's like, oh, I don't know. And, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been there, done that. So, but you guys make me laugh. So thank you very much, and thanks for the great fun. And I love the cup stuff. I I crack up laughing. My husband's like, "What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "Well, you'd have to see this to believe this." And I just love the way. Ginger kind of like thinks like, yeah, I'm going to go through this. And then all of a sudden she just busts right through it. And the other dog, poor Bunsen's just sitting here like, okay, I'll just wait for bacon. You know, I just love it. So you guys do great job as always. And that's my story. I don't have much tonight. So I'll let some other people speak, but thanks. Thanks for everything. (laughs) Um, And I want to just announce um, Paula, you have a very special um, position with the new community that we're going to be launching in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, well, oh, go ahead. You can, you can yeah. announce it. I'll let you do it. Go we, ahead. <laughs> we talked to Paula and Paula is really good at being like just this awesome person. And she's so friendly and so positive. Um, Paula is going to be one of the moderators of the Paw Pack Plus community that we'll be launching in the next couple of weeks. Um, and Paula's already written an article for the Paw Pack community on dog walking and as people join, she's going to be one of the people that, you know, 
gets stuff into the community and checks it out and um and you've you've already got to see the whole community right you had access to everything yeah it's 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 great wait till you see it everyone it's just it's just so well it's all one space and it's really organized and it's beautifully you know put together and really can see you guys worked hard and you know your Josephine did a great job too i mean it's really really great and you'll find that you can't like you know, like with the other, uh, you know, Patreon, you always kind of like to scroll down. But now everything is really concise. You can see when people say something, you get notified, you can comment. So it's all good. It's, it's really great. I love it. I really do. Thanks, Paula. We're really excited. And thank you so much for saying yes to being a moderator. Oh, you're welcome. And, <laughs> and, and no swear words because you're going to get a big slap on your hand if you do. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll, I'll be school police. I'll be, you can I'll be good. <laughs> you can give those people badges, and it'll be it'll say potty mouth. Like there's badges. Oh, that, I like that. Yeah, that'll be good. And yeah, shame we'll them that put way. A tape on there. And like, <sighs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, we'll go over to Donna, and then uh, on my the kind of like how we brought people up. I have Jamie, CJ, Pixel, and then um, uh, Blanca. So Donna, go ahead. Hi, Donna. I I guess I'm going to be the first person on there with the potty mouth badge. Um, <laughs> I, I already know it's coming. I can't help it. I'm Irish. It's coming. Um, so, and I'm really excited for that too. And and uh, I was uh, asked to do a little something for you as well. And and I had a good time doing it uh, in my hotel room, getting that ready for y'all. Um, so my pet story isn't a pet. Uh, I sent you pictures of a very large bobcat that got caught on my ring doorbell. Yes. And, uh, that sucker's huge. And then I sent you a follow-up picture of two baby bobcats running through my backyard past the pool. Uh, so I caught another one, uh, not as big as that first one I sent you. That's like chilling, just waiting for a little doggy to walk by. So I, you know, I sent out the message cause I've been out of town and I get back in town. So I sent out the, the ring neighborhood blast, like, Watch out. There's little kitties because you keep seeing all these uh, notes like dog missing, cat missing. And I'm like, I know probably where your dog or cat is, um, which is really sad to say. But uh, I don't know what's causing them to come out of the woodwork. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in the country. I'm I'm in the city, but not downtown uh so i do have some open space uh but i don't i'm I'm not too sure if what's driving them if it was the floods or what Mm. uh but uh that's my pet story callie is locked in the house and sasha's on the camping trip in colorado so there is no pets going outside around here right now yeah that's smart you don't like they're those cats are beautiful those the big cats are beautiful but they're they'll eat the other cats. <laughs> oh yeah, I told you I wanted to pet it. I, when I opened the door and looked right at one that was messing with that woodpecker that we talked about on your chat, mm. which she was awesome as well. Um, it, I I never saw a woodpecker go after a big cat like that. But that I was like, ooh, kitty, and then I'm like, ooh, no. So <laughs> I, I'm not as stupid as that uh, YouTube video you shared. <laughs> Thanks, Donna. It's, yeah, it's funny that you should mention going outside. Um, today, Jason was like, hey, the door to our back deck is open. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I said to Adam, I said, hey, did you go outside last night on the deck and not close the door? He said, no. Um, and I said, ooh, because like the door was open this morning. And I said, uh, when dad noticed it, Ginger was already like I, I put her in the turret room to eat her food by herself. So the dogs don't bug her. Um, I said, so Ginger was safe, but I don't know. She went out at night. I don't know how long the door was open. I don't know, but she's with us now. So that's all that she's, matters. She's fighting crime. She's, she goes out at night and comes back. That's my origin story for her. Is she, is she Catwoman? Okay. I guess. Okay. Well, I did, I, I did ask a question, Chris, in the chat. What is a turret room? Because if I heard the word turret room down here, I think we have cannons and we're going to war. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to warn you, Chris, like you talk to some like Americans, they're going to think we've got like things to repel invaders from our house. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> so when Jason and I were building our house, we both kind of had things that we wanted. Uh, Jason got granite countertops mm-hmm. um, in the design that he wanted. And um, he also, I special ordered some tile um, and I had uh, a lady sandblast it in words like peace, love, uh, joy, um, and I wanted to put those in uh, intermi- intermittently um, on our backsplash. And Jason's like, "Well, I want um, because Jason was doing kung fu then, so he had them translated into uh, Chinese symbols, and so those are there too. So th- those are basically oh, and then our uh, lighting in the kitchen is something that Jason uh, put his foot down for, and that's fine. <laughs> um, he's like, I really like these lights, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, <laughs> okay. I like those uh, lights. I know. So granite, uh, the lights, and then also the Chinese symbols. Um, but I wanted a turret room, and so it's like um, octagon shape, I guess, and it looks like it's a like turret. a it's like a half castle turret. Like a half castle turret. That's what I wanted. And so we have that. And so that the turret room is out in front. It's all windows. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then beneath it, we do have a basement. And so now Adam's room is like also the shape of a turret. It's a cool room. So I like to read books out there because it just is so sunny. Mm-hmm. Beaker sleeps on that couch in the sun now, Chris. I don't know if you know that. Um, I know. I saw her today. It's so, and, and so freaking cute. She's so cute. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Donna. Great question. Over to Jamie, CJ, then Blanca. And then we'll get to the other speakers. Don't worry. Just got to be patient. Good morning. How is everyone? Hi, Jamie. We're good. So back to the, all the way back to the nails in the building. (laughs) About a a week ago, I was in Brisbane, so our state's capital, and I went on a climb up a bridge that I've always loved since I was a little kid. Anyway, there was 1.2 million rivets in that bridge. Whoa. And so they had to heat them up in a – and it's a 90-year-old bridge and they had to heat them up in a fire and then some poor little teenage kid had to hoik them all the way up to some guy who had to catch them and then bash them into the bridge. <laughs> it's bananas how people built stuff back then. Yes, yes, it is. Anyway, but pet stories. We have a new baby. Oh, I know. Um, it's so cute. She is 13 weeks old today. <laughs> Her name is Rose Tyler Rains, so another Doctor Who baby, and um, she's a border collie Kelpie cross. And hopefully, when she's bigger and stronger, she'll be able to come running with me. But I posted a picture of her today on Twitter. It's in the nest, Um, Jamie. She's adorable. She is a beautiful little girl. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she is, at the moment, she is land shark, razor sharp teeth. <laughs> I have so many holes in me. <laughs> oh, man, a border collie Kelpie cross. You better be running with that dog when it gets to be an adult. Oof. Yes. Yeah. She's, she should be able to come running with me. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's already faster than the three-year-old. Um, the the American Staffy, she's already faster than him, and <laughs> and she's not even trying yet. So, <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my, she'll goodness. be good. So, thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Very cute. Very very cute. Thanks for sharing. No worries. Who did I say was next, Chris? I forget. Um, sorry, I was just looking at the new puppy. Um, that's it's so the cute. Look, little ears. So, so cute. Look, <laughs> you are a cutie. Oh, I, I remembered. Uh, CJ Pixel, then Blanca. Hi there. Hi. Um, I just say I got the birthday card from Bunsen and Beaker, so thank you for that. Oh, yay. And it made me very happy to see their cute faces and birthday hats. Um, and then going back to something Paula mentioned yeah. is that, um, Nothing will get you out of bed faster than a cat making that noise if they're sleeping on the bed with you. <laughs> Except if you're the other cat and he takes the hairball and horks it right up on top of you, which oh. is what happened to my one cat this this week. 
Oh. They were both sleeping, and the one had a hairball and just barfed on the other one. That wasn't fun for anyone. <laughs> Grief. So I hope you don't have to deal with that. Um, no, no. Uh, that th- These are all horror stories. Now, Jason is a light sleeper, um, and he is a princess in the pea. You know, like the hey. you put the pee under the mattress and it's like, oh, I'm all bruised. But he's like anything. So if it was a hairball in the bed, I think he would just stop sleeping. He would not go to bed ever again. I would sleep on the floor. Well, there are things down there, too. I guess. Yeah. We have been woken up by dogs puking and that I can sometimes you can rock it out of bed fast enough and get a towel and get it under them. But that is another sound that just from I can I be like uh, spring out of bed like, you know, some kind of like vampire that's coming awake at night, you know, like yeah, it's better than any alarm clocks. <laughs> can you imagine? I bet you I bet you that is an alarm clock sound somewhere, you know. I would not not how I want to start the day. <laughs> no, I guess not. No, that wouldn't be good for your mental health. Okay. CJ, thanks for your story, even if it is horrifying. Um, over to Blanca. Hello, Blanca. And then we'll go to uh, the remaining two speakers, uh, The Herd and then Snickerdoodle. Hello, Blanca. I see your hand up. Are you having trouble while speaking? That happens. There's tech difficulties. Uh, Blanca, try exiting the space and then coming back in. Sometimes that like that Rossetti fixes the problem. Well, and if you look in the chat 19 minutes ago, um, Snickerdoodle said, is anybody else having audio problems? Mm. Okay. Then, um, well, I'm going to move Blanca down from a, being a speaker and then maybe try to come up a little bit later. So I'm just going to move you down as a to listener and we'll come back to you and you can try again. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you're not offended by that. We're just trying to help your audio out, not trying to be rude or anything like that. Um, yeah, then Sarah said, Sarah said, oh yeah, glad it's not just me. And then Paula definitely is very helpful. There are puke sounds in Google, LOL. <laughs> I can put those on my soundboard. <laughs> hey, okay, while we're, while we're waiting for Blanca to come back up, we'll go to the herd. Hello. Hi. Oh, my goodness. I've missed you guys. I haven't been on a pet chat for over a month, I think. Um, I finished up the dog rescue reconstruction. Mm -hmm. We lost a dog, but we got a new one. We had some fosters come in who got adopted. Yay. of two that I am just waiting for the final go-ahead to organize a rescue run. Um, it'll be another cross-country one, kind of like Nacho, but not as far. Oh, cool. Um, Hairballs. It's not always hair. <laughs> so watch out for that. And please do not put a cat vomit um, <laughs> effect on your soundboard because no. I will be running around the house trying to find out which cat is puking. <laughs> um, I wanted to go to Donna who had the wildcat story. Some of you know we used to have a Bengal cat which mm-hmm. is descended from a snow leopard mm-hmm. and she looked like a leopard. She was 35 to 40 pounds. Um, I opened Facebook one day and there are just... I live in a small town, so having hundreds of posts about this is, it's a big deal. That there's a wild cat in town next to the post office. Everybody lock up your dogs, your cats, your birds. It's my cat. My cat was out on my car. Oh, my goodness. Yes. (laughs) Um, And I'll also take that potty mouth award. You might as well just give it to me, Paula. We know it's going to (laughs) happen. But that's it. That's my update. Um, I also, I guess, wanted to thank people for nominating us to be 
on um, Pet Chat as a feature. We've done that mm-hmm. a few times and we've absolutely loved it. But I would really like to see you give that spot to someone who hasn't had a chance yet. It's so much fun. Um, it's just a great experience. But we would love to do, we kind of have a tradition going now of doing end of the year shows. So if you want to save us a slot for that, we'd be very interested. I was going to DM. Have- I was going to DM you about that, actually. Okay. Um, everybody else, just don't pay attention to this right now. What if we have the dog moms interview the dog dads? Oh, that'd be so cool. I'd be down for that. What do you think, Chris? Everybody would be so surprised. That'd be cool. Okay. We can think and talk about that. (laughs) That, um, unless anybody wants to jump in and has a question for us, we will pass it on to the next speaker. Well, stay up here. If somebody does, they can ask you instead of us. How's that sound? Okay, perfect. I'll stay on. Yeah. But quiet. I put uh, the glow up uh, in the the nest of your little one-eyed cat. Yeah. Um, so would the, the interview thing kind of be like the newlywed show? Where... Oh, oh, yes. That would be great. Yeah, like where they ask questions like, uh, does your husband do the laundry? Or like, I don't know what they ask, but I don't know. But we can definitely do things like who picks up the yard. Yeah. Perfect. It's the not children. her dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fast enough. I was trying to get the newlywed um, theme song, Chris. I wasn't fast enough. Okay, Blanca, Blanca, you're back up. Go ahead. Is your audio better? I think so. Sorry, I lost. The only person I could hear was Chris. Everybody else disappeared. (laughs) I can hear you. So I just have a story. And um, I, I, as I mentioned last week, um, I'm still uh, mourning uh, regarding Socrates, but mm. my granddaughter has a little multi poo, and now we've never had small dogs. It's always been large dogs because they're harder to find a home for. So that was that was the reason we always rescued large breed dogs. Um, before Socrates, we had a bull mastiff. Uh, she was 175 pounds. We were at the park one time, and she actually got a pad by a pit bull um, when she was 13 years old. During the whole ordeal, she stayed very calm. Mm. And he was just like crazy. He, he ended up grabbing her right right below her eye because mm. he couldn't grab her from her neck. He at the time was um, almost a year old. And from that event, he was the one traumatized, not her. Oh. She stayed calm. The, the owner was finally able to make um, his dog let go of her. And she sat there very calm, and he had to drag the dog to his car. The car was shaking because the dog couldn't calm down. Mm. And from that time on, Socrates became very reactive to large male dogs. Mm. I don't blame him, though. You know, we, we worked. Uh, we had trainers work with him, but they they just told us that he would always have to be unleashed. Now, mind you, all our dogs were always unleashed, mm. but um, so we always had him on a leash. OK, but through all this time, Socrates has always was always very loving and he preferred people. So our experience at the vet, which is what the story is about was always we had this 175-pound dog that we would take, and the vet, uh, when the assistant came in to help him, he said, nope, I don't need any help because Roxy's the only one in in my practice that doesn't need to be held down or anything. She'll just lay down and let you do whatever you want. So Socrates, he would give the vet kisses while he was checking his eyes, you know, taking his temperature, everything. He he was just in love with his vet. So now here comes this 25, 20, 25 pound Malty Poo. And, and my granddaughter had a uh, doc, uh, vet appointment for him today. She comes back and I say, so how did he do? And she goes, well, they had to put the mask on him. <laughs> mm. I said, wait. 
That's kind of embarrassing. We had 175 pounds and 112 pounds, and they never had to put that on their faces. <laughs> but here we have this little tiny one, and he has to be held <laughs> <laughs> down. And we laugh because he's got tiny little teeth compared to our previous songs, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it, it was, to me, it was comical that this tiny little thing has to be managed because we're afraid he might bite them where. The ones that really had powerful jobs. Yeah. You know, they just sat there and they didn't have to worry about them. So it's, it's kind of amazing how, you know, people have this tendency of fearing the large breed dog, but really many times it's the small ones that end yeah. up doing the most damage. <laughs> well, their teeth are built differently too, right? Like, um, little schnauzers, like miniature schnauzers. My, my father in law, he's got a little one named Doc. And Doc's teeth are so sharp and yes. th- they were bred to kill rats and things like that, like to instantly kill rodents. Um, Bunsen has a huge mouth. Like he could put all of Doc's head in his mouth and probably Beaker's health too. How was his head too? <laughs> right. But Bunsen's teeth, if you feel them, they're round, they're not sharp. They're like rounded. There's nothing pointy on them at all. Um, compared to Doc's like needle sharp, like stabby teeth. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's just how they were, you know, it's how they, what they, what job they had to do. Bunsen's job wasn't to, you know, he's, his, his job was to scare away things with his bulk, not necessarily with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blanca, thank you once again for coming and sharing your story. And uh, again, we're so sorry about your loss. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, we'll go to um, Snickerdoodle, and then uh, and then Chris and I have some announcements to make, and we'll we'll do one more pass through if anybody has anything to say. Go ahead, go ahead, Snickerdoodle. Hello. Um, first off, I have to say I have to remember not to eat dinner while you're talking about hacking up for hairball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And um, the audio seems a little bit better now. Mm. Um, uh, I have a story that actually kind of harkens back to last week when we were talking about um, adopting uh, dogs with disabilities and everything. Mm. Um, uh, I was down at our dog park, which is down by our local lake. The dog park is along the beach, which is great. And um, my dog is 12. And he's uh, about three quarters deaf now. So I have to either catch his attention or go up to him and, and, and pet him and, because he can't really hear me. Anyway, um, the other day I was um, down there and there was a woman walking through there. Uh, she didn't have a dog. She was just walking through. And I was trying to get my dog out of the water because it was time to go. And uh, she said... Uh, he's not very obedient, is he? And I said, well, you know, he's old. And I said, he's almost deaf. So he doesn't really hear me. And she said, well, how old is he? And I said, well, he's 12. And she says, well, he's 12 and he's deaf. It's time to put him down. Mm. And, um, my Irish, I kept it in control, but, but I said, I'm assuming that you don't have any pets. And she said, no, she says they're 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 dirty. They make such a mess. She says I would never have one, and I said, "Well, I'm glad to hear that." Yeah. But you know, um, it for people who just do not understand the significance and um, the impact that an animal, I think especially a dog, makes on a person's life, you can't explain that to someone like that. No, it is a, it's akin to explaining, you know, different colors to somebody who's colorblind. Like they just, not yeah, to pick on people yeah. that are colorblind or, you know, or like explaining an animal that you've never seen before, right? It's yeah, very difficult. Yeah, it is. So that's not a really happy story, but, um, you know, I, this is why I love, uh, you know, spaces like yours where animal lovers can get together and and we can appreciate what it's like, you know, to get a new dog or to lose a dog. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah. there was very important discussions from having the golden ratio 
last week because we we highlighted the golden ratio and that was amazing that uh, Jen took the time to come talk to everybody and it got on the topic of loss and that was yeah. a, that was of that topic continued throughout the week of people sharing their stories and um uh an account that we like I've interacted with more as myself Jason rather than Bunsen and Beaker um they have a very large account and they are like a wonderful person and they do spaces on true crime so <laughs> I love true crime and I didn't don't necessarily want to join these true crime spaces as Bunsen and Beaker right um <laughs> so this wonderful host they lost their dog like a day ago um 2 days ago and she was just distraught and she was in that space and listened to people's stories and people were posting like um, very helpful things in the chat. So she had just mentioned that that was really impactful and it's a really cool story. I wish Sarah was here to talk about it, but um, like she was just very upset. She lost a dog and doesn't know if she, you know, she DM'd us and like didn't know if she'd get another dog for a while. And then she ran into a friend of hers that um, had Bernice mountain dog puppies I'm going to cry talking about the story. And <laughs> they, they had one puppy left of the litter and they asked Sarah if she'd like this puppy. Um, and, and Sarah said, yes. So they just got this little Bernice mountain dog puppy. Um, mm. I know it's such a sweet story, right? So she didn't know yeah. if she'd ever love a dog again. You go through this. I don't want to talk for this wonderful lady, but it's, it's such a, you know, you're right. Like I'm, I'm rambling a bit, but, um, talking about pets and loss and wins, that's what our, our, our space is about. And people, I'm so thankful people come to share even the sad stories because it really helps people who are going through similar things. Oh yeah. And in our, um, town here, we have grief counseling for pet loss. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which I think is, I didn't even know that existed. Um, but uh, I, I think that's fantastic because it's something that um, a lot of people just don't understand. They say that it's harder even than losing a human member of the family. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, I'll, I'll believe that. But anyway, uh, thanks again for your, you know, for your pet chat because it's a fantastic place for for dog lovers, uh, uh, smart ones here that have dogs, um, uh, you know, together and, and share our stories. Thank you. Um, I put up in the nest, we had, I wrote a thread about some of the ways that your cat and your dog are making you a better person. And um, it really resent, it really resonated with people. I think it's just over 5,000 likes. So for a thread, like an educational thread, it's doing really, really well. Most threads on Twitter that do really well are about like um, how you can make more money or how you can get into shape. So it's a little bit harder to write a thread about science or about um, about pets. So um, for all of you who liked, shared and commented this, thank you so much. Um, that was a it's probably one of our bigger threads. And it, it just is impactful because it shows how important dogs and cats and we can't rule out cats. Dogs and cats are to our health and to our well-being. Um, I don't, Indra, I don't know if you have time. Did you want to come up and talk about your space? Our, our partner Indra is listening in. Um, if you don't, I put it up in the nest. I'll, I'll ask you if you want to come up, but I know you're very busy and you might be doing stuff. Um, Indra is our partner with the positivity vibe tribe and she does these awesome spaces, um, about mindfulness and meditation uh, oh, Indra's a speaker. Indra, do you have time to talk about your space? I'd love for you just to give give yourself a plug because they're always so well done. Oh, thank you so much. Um, thank you, Jason. Thank you, Chris. And thank you to all the speakers. Um, I, I've moved from emotions of almost tears to laughing so much, laughing so hard while I'm making dinner. <laughs> 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 it's always just delightful to drop in. And also, I just want to say how wonderful uh, your new circle community is. Um, I just love it so much. It's so well organized and everything has a place. So I'm just going to be cryptic for those people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you'll have to find out for yourself if you haven't got in there yet. But it's amazing. Um, so I'm having um, my Monday night space. 
And I'm super excited about this guest um, legacy compass because he's going to be talking about balance and productivity. And he gives like a lot of useful tips, um, life tips, living tips, and also financial tips just in general, you know, just here and there about, you know, your mindset. Um, so it's going to be a really great space and it's Monday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and I'd love to see everybody there if you can make it to my space and I believe that Jason has just popped it up in the nest maybe somewhere. It is, yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah it's yeah, behind a couple things but it's up there. I see. <laughs> it's the third one along. So, um, yeah, thanks so much um, everybody who has been also joining the Positivity Vibe Tribe community. Um, I see a lot of members and I really appreciate all your beautiful and inspirational quotes. I also wanted to mention that. Oh, I think we're losing you, Indra. Oh, are you losing? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, yeah. Oh, okay. So have a great rest of your evening and just sending love, light and blessings to your entire community. Thanks, Indra. We're so lucky we partnered with you. Um, we've we've got the science chat and we've got the pet community, but that whole arm of um, just like mental wellness, that's something that I don't know very much about. And it's something that you bring in spaces. So I think that's important for everybody to to think about. Um, as we wrap up, we don't have our sponsor today, BarkandBeyondSupply.com. I'm still going to give them an awesome plug. They've been our sponsor for week after week. They're just taking a holiday. <laughs> they're taking, they're on a cruise right now. Um, the 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 mom of BarkandBeyondSupply.com just finished having surgery and they're off on a cruise. So we agreed that not to worry about having to like contact winners or anything like that. But we're going to do a draw and we're going to send um, some people some we're going to send two, how many people Two people, Chris, we're going to spend two two people, some swag, some stickers and coasters and some other some other nonsense. Um, so we'll do that draw right now. And well, Chris, would you be able to do that draw while I keep talking with how many people are in the space? Like where I type in all the names? No, no, just a random number and tell me the number. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Okay, perfect. So while Chris is getting a random number to find a random winner, um, I just wanted to mention that text from Bunsen, the ebook is out. Um, it is in the nest. It's also the first post on our profile. Thank you everybody who picked it up and to those who pre-ordered it. If you picked it up or pre-ordered it, um, there's a little bit of a snafu the first six hours. It's all sorted now. But one of the things that you get to do if you get text from Bunsen, not only do you get the amazing book that Chris and I worked all, all summer on, you get added for free to the the area in our new community um, called the text from Bunsen area of the community for free. Um, and then I am, I've been posting little nuggets there every week. So you get the ebook, but you also get a special little extra area where there'll be little posts here and there that will continue the text from Bunsen story. So, um, we kind of kept that as a surprise for the first people who ordered it, that they're like, they didn't know they were going to get added to the, the community. Um, please DM us if you haven't been added to the community because you should be able to be added to the text from Bunsen area. Um, there's lots of other areas in the community that we're getting ready to launch. And for the people that are patrons on the pop hack, just real quick, as Chris is getting the number, um, we are really hopeful to start switching over from Patreon to the pop hack community. And um, for those of you who have been able to poke around a bit, it is like fantastically more stuff than the Patreon community. So not only do we thank you for supporting us, but the community is going to give you back so much more than what we were able to do with Patreon. So look for all of that. Um, there'll be tons of links. It's all going to be a thing. We're just working out all of the possible problems. So there's going to be as little as possible in this gargantuan task. Um, so thanks for being patient with that. All right, Chris, do you have a random number for some swag? We'll do this twice. Uh, yeah. So, so the first time it's 23. Okay. 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 21, 23. Okay. KF rescues are my favorite. 
That's at Word Wordkin. If you DM us, if you DM us, you've won. Okay, so that's, and what was the other number, Chris? Um, let me just here generate. Okay. 39, 39. 39, 4, 8, 12, 16, 24, 30, 36, 38, 39. That is Diana Sasso. Diana Sasso, if you DM us, then we'll set you up with some swag. Okay, so that was Wordkin and D- Diana Sasso. Okay, I think I think that's it for this week. As we wrap up, I think we're good to wrap up, right, Chris? Um, well, just ask one more time. Oh, I guess the music's going. <laughs> okay, so, sorry. Yep, we're ready to wrap up. Okay, I think we'll we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up. Thanks so much for everybody who came and shared their story and to all of the listeners. Um, Every month we're going to be trying to highlight a different um, pet account. The end of this month, we have Kuno, the service Roddy. I think the first weekend of October, we have John Rush to talk about his two giant dogs and how one of his dogs wound up on toilet paper, like the cover of toilet paper. Um, And then in November, we have Gideon from I've... Pet that dog. One of the most wholesome accounts on Twitter. So we'll just keep trying to bring you amazing people who have pets in Pet Chat um, once a month because we do want to have time to share stories like this. That's important as well. Um, anything else to add, Chris? Chris is not listening. Okay, well, I'll wrap, I'll wrap up the rest, um, <laughs> the rest of the space. Tuesday on SciChat. Sorry, Jason. I had taken sorry, Jason, sorry, Jason. I had taken a screenshot and it was right in front of the mic on, <laughs> um, and so I couldn't say anything. And then I clicked on it, and then it just kept staying there because I clicked on it, and I'm like, ah, oh no. Anyway, I'd like to say thank you for everybody who is here tonight sharing um, in our stories with us and um, in our joys and in our uh, sorrows. I just really appreciate being able to hang out with all of you. So our guest in Science Chat on Tuesday, there'll be some ads about him in a bit. His name's Neil. Um, he has, he's been studying peace. That's We're having a scientist that studies peace. That's cool, hey? The science of peace? Like, like not peace oh, is, peace. but like peace. Like um, peace, love, thought, peace and I thought, love. I thought you said teeth. Teeth? I'm like, wow. Oh, it's a dentist. No, no, it's peace. I thought, I thought it's peace. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and also dog behavior. Okay, that's it, everybody. We will see you on Tuesday. Check out Indus Show on Monday. Bye-bye.